the throwing the throwing wasn't there. It was definitely a run heavy game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Shean and Shean and Deandra kind of controlled the tempo throughout. I thought the play calling was questionable at times for sure. Hello and welcome. It is week three of the Four Thorns podcast. I'm Mary-Kate Hamilton alongside Steph and Matt as always. And today we have a very special guest, sports editor for the Indiana Daily Student, Grace Ibarra. Grace, we're so happy to have you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Of course. Now, Grace is another sports reporter. She does BTN broadcasts like I do, um, but she is also a Bachelor fanatic. So she fits Also into a our non-eligible brand. bachelorette. Just oh, like so Dylan. It's perfect. So sorry. And she's sitting in Dylan's seat. We've it's all only sat fitting. in the It's same only seat. fitting. <laughs> all right. So I think we can all agree that last night's episode was just wow. It was the best one yet. It was really, For really sure. good. And we have plenty to talk about, even though there wasn't a rose ceremony. Um, didn't need one. We didn't need one. I really, I truly didn't miss it. Yes, but also, the, like, the to be continued always sucks. Listen, after, after last show. night, we're not calling the producers cowards. That's They're fair. far from That's it. That's a good point. That's a good point. That's, a good That's point. their <laughs> galaxy brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of the producers not being cowards, we're going to start off and just go right into it. Victoria F's one-on-one. Now, before that, they announced that they were going to Cleveland, Ohio. Yay! In the Midwest, this podcast nobody, is being recorded. Nobody goes to Cleveland. From Indiana University, so it was close to our hearts, I would say. Was it? There was a girl that said that she loved Midwesterners. Wasn't that Kelsey who's from who's like from Iowa, which is like semi Midwest? Oh, uh, I don't know, but I was just like, oh yeah, she was like Midwesterners are the nicest, and that so is true. I <laughs> felt I can confirm that I felt seen. Um, but then Victoria F goes on her one-on-one date to an amusement park, Cedar Point. Heck yeah, which a lot of Midwesterners are very familiar with. And the date started off fine, pretty normal. It was actually one of the more normal It was the best date. She wasn't a wimp either. I mean, like, if you would have put me in that thing. She was at first, but there are, like, some girls on The Bachelor previously that just, like, do not want to do anything that's somewhat out of their comfort zone. So I was proud of her for not being one of those people that just, like, sat there and cried the whole time. (laughs) She's whiny, though. She is entirely whiny, but... She could have thrown up like Victoria P. Yeah. I think she just seems very fake because, like, she just seems to, like, say, like, oh, like, I'm so scared. She was, like, kicking in the car, like, on the way to get out of the car. Mm-hmm. And she just does everything so dramatic. without complaining. It's and then like, she mm-hmm. just gets in there and she's fine. Let's go again. Like, yeah. I wouldn't have wanted to go again. Also, didn't she – didn't we have the whole situation where she threw the scene about not wanting to model and being, like, yeah, not she, into yeah, that? No but then, on. like, she's actually kind of, right. like, a model on the side. Right. Like, she's for, always For lying. White Lives Matter, if I remember correctly. Yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then they went to the diner. They shared a beer. It was pretty cute. Kind of awkward. She also because... she also just like sipped the beer. She doesn't seem like a beer fan to me. Yeah. Like Peter took a nice sip. Yeah. She like you know. It was for show. She should have just gotten some champagne. Just a good like midwestern date. You know, you share a glass of beer, go to an amusement park. We've all been there, right? Now, the the follow up no. question. Was, <laughs> Me neither, actually. Well, but, so my follow up there is, how do you rent out Cedar Point? Because there was no one. It was else. a flex. It's the Bachelor. It was an absolute flex by the Bachelor. Yeah. This episode, like going to first of all going to Cleveland because you know when I saw they were going to Cleveland, I was like, okay, come on, Bachelor, you can do better. But like to go to Cleveland, like 
rent out an NFL stadium or rent out like Cedar Point. Like that, I'll give some respect for that. It's mm-hmm. a lot of money dropped right there. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Money well, we I don't have. We were saying <laughs> that they made Cleveland look really pretty. That's going to be great for the city of Cleveland. It was a great PR pitch. The aerial but, shots were really pretty, and I was as media students. Yeah, really but, like, but, but but I would note there was some there was some great editing there because when they had a lot of the shots of like like this overhead view of Cleveland when when Victoria and Peter were flying, mm-hmm. the the shots they had were of Cleveland on a sunny day. Yep, right. When they were flying, was definitely not sunny. It was rainy. So oh. some you know. Some you investigative need, journalism yes, you, right there. You need media students to find that yeah. stuff out. Okay, okay. I'll get, uh, also, the like a little like Polish fest thing they went to in the pierogies day. That was pretty cool. Like I know. Nothing, they had no idea what pierogies were. Midwest like pierogi. Like shout out region pierogi fest. I the, love pierogies. Was, 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 was that the Kelsey so date good. or the Victoria date? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that was the Kelsey date. We didn't see much. Of well, the Kelsey regardless. Date. But still, regardless, good yeah. PR pitch pierogies. for Cleveland. Yeah. Well, before we get into the main drama of the Victoria F date, I do have. Something to say. She is so weird, and they're all so weird bringing up children. Oh, yeah, that she happened a lot. She was not even episode. the only person to bring up kids, and now she and Peter all of a sudden just are totally agreed that they're going to have four kids. Or two. Or, yeah, or two, two or four. Are we not going to gonna talk about number? that? Logic, though. The logic is incredible. But, like, isn't Peter supposed to sit by himself and not make the child sit by himself? I mean, yeah, but. Like, what if he wants to be with his kids? Also, um, I have two siblings. I'm one of three. And I think that sitting by yourself sometimes just builds character. <laughs> All right. So, so that's a whole different story. Uh, uh, my roommate also made a fair point. Like, when you go on a plane, like, the aisle would be, like, three seats and then, mm-hmm. like, the next aisle. So, like, that makes sense, too. Like, you let, you know, like, the three kids sit and then, like, the next kid sits with the mom and the dad if it's three and three. Or if it's like the middle where like sometimes there's four seats, like you can have all the kids sit in one place and then the mom and the dad sit yeah. somewhere. It's a great bonding experience for the kids. It's just the Midwest hospitality. It brings out the family ties and everyone, honestly. I guess so. It is, but it's just bold. It's to talk too about children. soon. It's way too soon. And then my last bone to pick with this episode, well, probably not my last, but my <laughs> last for now. They all keep calling him their boyfriend. Yeah, okay. I don't know how that works. Yeah. He's not your boyfriend. Let's... Let's be clear on that. He is the He's a guy you are going... He is the bachelor. Yeah. Bachelor, I'm pretty sure the definition of bachelor means that you're single, right? But aren't they going on dates? So, like, at that point, like, are they not? Like, You can go on a date with someone you can go dating on dating someone. And there does not no, make them your boyfriend. There. No, actually, that's not, not true. Does not make them your boyfriend. <laughs> Absolutely not. So that was bothering me because I'm like, too. okay, so all of you guys... Are Peter's girlfriends? No, you are courting each other or whatever you want to call it. But I just, I thought that was really cringy that they were calling him their boyfriend and that they were talking about kids. But now I think it's time. Chase Rice. We get into the meat of things. I'm sick of the country music on this show. No, absolutely not. No, Actually, I liked Chase Rice. Last Chase week, Rice is great. I was very vocal about not being a fan of the country music and being over that whole thing. But he was really good, and he was he was cuter than Peter, and he seemed nicer than Peter. And so basically, so Victoria blew it say. is what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Why couldn't she yep. date like Travis Scott? That would have been fun. 
That would have been a what show. What is wrong with the country music? I just don't I don't get what's wrong with the country music. Let's just talk about the date. We don't need to talk Who about the country Who wants to be music. first to take it on? I, I don't even think I, I can. Well, Grace. well, I was just thinking about it because you said he was better than Peter. And I think, honestly, the cutest interaction on that entire episode last night was Peter and him talking. Yeah. Like, that was really know, pure. That was way better awesome. than any of the dates, you know? It was extremely mm-hmm. wholesome. I kind of respect, like... Chase not being the one to bring it up to Peter too. Like mm-hmm. let Victoria be the one Victoria F be the one to talk about that with him because I just don't think that's Chase's like place, especially based on like the Washington Post article we read where he wasn't very aware of it until like an hour before it happened or something mm-hmm. like that. Um the shot of him watching them kiss on stage while he was singing the song yeah. he was just so rattled was really funny. Yeah, acres in his head yeah. for sure. <laughs> for sure. We were joking last night about like that song, literally, he could have written it about her. What you if know? he did? I know that's what we were saying. Oh my gosh! Um, but I really think that he was a great guy, and then she was rattled. Obviously, that was the whole point, you know. Um, yeah, producers, man, they they really got her on that one. And then she told him his surprise to me seemed. Maybe not entirely genuine. Did anybody else get that vibe or did everyone think he was really surprised? This is Peter, not Chase. Well, so before we get into that, I wanted to just quickly. So I, I pulled this up while you were talking. Sorry to go back. But there was, I saw a tweet last night and I found it again about um like the like the actual words in the Chase Ray song that he sang. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of. Not, I mean, it doesn't. I don't. It's coincidental, but like, it's uh, if it's Monday and it's over, you know, the show your girls all come over for, and the red wine's getting lower, and your last friends out the door. When there's no more roses to go around, hit me up, girl. You know I'm down. That sounds like it's about the Bachelor. Oh my gosh! Wow. I'm just saying. I mean, that's hardcore journalism right there. Yeah, I totally did that. (laughs) Just didn't see the tweet or whatever, but whatever. Um, so yeah, so Chase Rice, uh, and, it's the very song, interesting. and the song is called, called Lonely If You Are. Mm. Yeah. And Chase, I, yeah, the whole situation like, between, if you are. Yeah. the I like situation that. between Chase and Victoria just seems a little iffy, like how, I don't, like, I just don't know how serious it was. Like, it seems like it wasn't something serious, but then like, it seems like it might've been something serious. I mean, if you wrote that song about her, it seems a little bit serious, but, uh, Liv, who we've mentioned on this show a lot, uh, Dylan's girlfriend, who's not here right now. Three weeks of Liv Elston mentions on mentions on every show. Yes, well, she sent me this tweet um, that's, that says um, when, when Peter found out that, or when uh, Victoria said that Chase uh, is her ex, and Peter said, like, the singer Chase, and the tweet says, like, the right. singer Chase is a Hall of Fame bachelor quote. So she wanted me to mention that because Dylan couldn't, and I just, yeah, I definitely agree. Silly. That was Peter was not, I mean, he was like, oh. <gasps> Like the singer Chase? I mean, it was so. Uh, I, you guys know how I feel about him, but it was, it was way too over dramatic. It was way too over dramatic. Like, it was a, it's a that big of a deal that you dated a guy before the show. I mean, Hannah like, B's on there all. Yeah, the time. that's what I said all last the night. Time. Thank you. I don't. Yeah, I don't think Peter was like mad at. Maybe mad at the producers. He doesn't seem mad at Victoria P, but mm-hmm. or Victoria F, I should say. I don't. I don't know if he was really like fake surprised or if he just like did not know what to say but it was like very like, it was just Either I kind of like pictured myself in this situation I'd probably be like like the singer <laughs> I don't get why Victoria F was so mad at Peter like he had something to do with this like he I don't know if he knew or not 
But she oh, was like, I didn't get really the impression that she was mad at him. She was like, mm-hmm. why did we slow dance to him? Like, he didn't know that it was. Yeah. The scene where uh, Peter is talking to Chase and they cut to Victoria F. like crying to the producers. Yeah. And I'm like, girl, and you're the crying to the wrong people. Just go talk to Peter. Yeah, that was just a, that was just like, that was just great. Like, there needs to be a class like that in the media school. Like, there needs television. to be a class taught like that. Well, I think that I have found my new dream job, you guys. What is it? Master producer. So, yeah. I think that that would be just a great fit for me. I would stir the pot, <laughs> but then I could still go up to Victoria and say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. You dated him? Mary wow. Kate on the record saying she's very fake. <laughs> Let that be right. known. Okay, I probably shouldn't have admitted to being like good at lying on air, but I don't know if I'd really be good at it, but I do think that it would be a highly entertaining job. And I'm sure they get paid pretty too. well, too. So, um, Bachelor, you know, hiring managers. Chris Harrison, if you've, if you've not listened before, but are listening to this one. We have to address Chris Harrison every episode, too. But yes. I will be graduating in May, so hit my line. If you're not Uber driving, you'll be producing for The Bachelor. Uber driving's my well, backup. <laughs> hey, Uber driving is a stable career. I would never, never, ever criticize that. Oh no, I'm like actually serious. That's that's fine. I think that's a great job. You All get right. to live in your own Wait, car. can I get a can I get a quick vibe check on Victoria F? Like how do we feel about Victoria F? Not yeah, great. Not, not a fan. Great. I'm not nope. a fan. Yeah. I think she's fake. She All is right. fake. Well, does anyone have any last words on the Victoria F one on one before we move on? No, thank um, you. The guy playing the cello on the staff just like oh. was kind of funny. Yeah, respect. Yeah. Um, like he was just like sitting there just by himself, just like he was vibing, just, just like just like in a corner on the staff, just um, vibing, vibing at Cedar Point. Nothing wrong with that. Just a man in his not cello. Not a phone in sight. Not a phone in sight. Well, I think we can all agree, it was fun. It was a fun thing to watch. It was a good one-on-one date, and it wasn't. It was the best one-on-one. It was date the so best far. one. It was the most normal. Better than a vow renewal. Definitely better than that, but Victoria F. It's a no from me. I wish she. I wish she had taken McKenna on that. You wish? No, she does no, 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 too. No, no, no. no, the whole she thing sure does. is we need to get McKenna off the show so she can be on this show. Yeah, that's true. We'll talk about McKenna. I know we will. Yeah. All right. So for now, actually, speaking of McKenna, we are going to move on to the group date, and they played football. A couple of our favorites were chosen to participate. Or McKenna not. McKenna was play. actually hoping that she wouldn't be chosen for the group date because she wanted the next one-on-one, but she was. Um, And I'll let you guys just go off about, first of all, just the concept of the date, just dressing girls up in football pads and watching them attack each other. Every single date this season just is so tainted with, like, male producers Writing things that seem mm. like really weird that Peter. I agree. That's, that's a like, good take. Like the pillow fight, the football game, mm-hmm. uh, the, the airplane, show. Th- yeah, the fashion thing, and like even that that airplane thing is like they had like a camera and like the booth as they were all changing is like was mm-hmm. it all just seemed very like had it had the fingers of like male producers trying mm-hmm. to be like like some sort of like sex appeal on it and it was just really. Well, and what weird. do they think their audience is? Men? Yeah. No. No. No, I'm not. I their mean, on audience. this podcast, it is. First of all, on the but people, we are a on, very on small all five minority. people that have been featured on this podcast, sixty percent are men. I'll have you know. I'm not going to check math. that math, but I'm going to assume it's right. <laughs> well, I think it's interesting too because they've had a lot of athletic competitions on The Bachelor in the past, but nothing I don't think has ever been like pad football, like maybe flag football. But this was like 
they were taking each other out. That was mm-hmm. actually very. It was actually pretty like pretty intense. Those were some nice hits. Like Jim, when they showed the, when they showed the bruises afterward, I was like, okay, like this girl was like, I got bruised to talk to Peter, and look at me, I'm not talking to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real though, like I don't know, I like the concept of the day is like kind of like cool to me just because I like football and I was all for like watching people just beat each other up. I will give them props. They didn't like. Um, I'm trying. I can't remember what the name of like the like football leagues are that like have been in the past, like female football leagues. The lingerie football, powder, like lingerie, powder yeah, powder puff, like lingerie football. League. Like, they, okay, at least they had like normal like jerseys on with their names on it. The like, lingerie pads. football league. No, 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 no. The bachelor, this the bachelor oh, bowl, God. the bachelor bowl, the bachelor bowl. Which, by the way, it's we, a great need, name. we need to start get that in bowl season. Yeah. The the Capital One Bachelor <laughs> Bachelor Bowl. But regardless of that, I thought like the concept of it was cool, but like. I think that's just because the other like dates have been so poor that like this kind of stood out a little bit. But I'm all for the football. The throwing, the throwing wasn't there. It was definitely a run heavy game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, Shean and Deandra kind of controlled the tempo throughout. I thought the play calling was questionable at times for sure. Um, I think John Gruden would have done a better job if he was one of the coaches, uh, getting a little more passing in there. Mike Leach for sure getting some more passing in there. Air raid, but I mean. Why wasn't Peter out there getting beat up? Why wasn't like give me Peter? Peter and what, was, what was the football P. player he was with? Uh, Josh Cribs. I need Josh Cribs tackling Peter. That's what I needed. I, so I think that Victoria P did not cowardly play, move. Was pretty cowardly, although also kind of galaxy brain because she got to talk to Peter the yeah. whole time. Um, however, I think um, it was the yellow team. I don't remember what it was called. I think the killer killer bees. bees. Killer bees. Um, you know Kelly. Ran that screen pass to Hannah Ann a number of times. It, was, it wasn't working. It was not working. And it, frankly, I don't know if those are really necessarily the athletes you want in that spot. Yeah. I think you should have given the ball to DeAndre a lot more. Is when she got her touches, she was very productive with them. So, but 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 she had. I mean, wow. You gotta really admit though, the screen, setting up the screen passes though kind of brings the secondary in a little bit. That's why those runs were able to open up a little bit on the outside. But get, they didn't. But, but get, they didn't run get, the ball. That you, was only Sheehan running the ball. But yeah, but once you get past the initial rush, it's wide open because they're looking for that screen pass maybe. I think I don't know. Maybe I Shean was the star. Of the, was Shean was the star of the show? And if for sure, and, and if the Browns don't sign her by the end of that show, I, I they're that, making a mistake. Did you see that tweet that was like the Cleveland Browns calling Shean after yeah. this game? <laughs> I will admit that was probably the most touchdowns scored at that stadium at all. It probably time. was, <laughs> except for like maybe Lamar Jackson tearing it up against the. Browns. That is true. Lamar Jackson is very good at football, but not as good as Kelly throwing the football, but but close. Questionable. Questionable. I think ending in a tie was so weak. Like just playing overtime. Like, like yeah. first team to score wins. I, feel like it was I think planned. that was planned. It's almost as if the Bachelor producers gave us a football date just so Matt and Stefan could have the opportunity to put their expertise to use in this podcast. I'm happy I was able to break down the second. Yeah, that's later. what that's what hashtag IUFB taught us this season was how to break down Bachelor football. You know, at at, at times of similar quality. Now, we still have plenty more to talk about, but we are going to let Grace go. Grace, thank you so much for being here. This was a blast. Thank you so much. This was so fun. Welcome back to the Four Thorns podcast, and we are reunited with our fourth thorn, Dylan Wallace, the king the non-eligible bachelor (laughs) of all non-eligible bachelors. Dylan Wallace is on his way where? To Penn State. To Penn State sports. And um, he has a lot to say. So we brought him on remotely. He's in the car with Cameron Drummond right now. Shouts out. 
Uh, and Dylan, what are your main takeaways from this episode that you want to get in? Um, wow, it was the, the best episode of the season so far. Um, I have the, the best, I mean, my main takeaway, um, the girls in the house are awesome because at the end, man, they're all mad at Peter. It's absolutely awesome. It's just, just great television, and it's great that they did that because Peter was uh, not a smart dude this week. Uh, we talked a lot last week about how we didn't like Peter very much, and he didn't really help his case at all this week. Mm-hmm. You know, Alea comes in on that group date, and he brings her back, and not only that, gives her the rose when uh, when everyone else is playing hardcore football out there, which I know Stefan and Matt probably had a, a great analysis of that. <laughs> um, yes, sir. So, I mean, I mean, Mary Kay, I'm interested to see if you're still on board with Victoria P, though, because she took a little turn into the negative side, in my opinion, on this past episode. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. I think I might yeah. be switching my my fan favorite vote. And she got it two weeks in a row, so. Yeah. Yeah. She screwed it up for herself this week, but. Well, I- I just thought it was weird how like Peter's suddenly not trusting her in favor of of trusting Alaya. Like, I he doesn't really seem to know what he, he doesn't did. know what he wants. Yeah, let's the, get the in. kid is so confused. Let's he get has, into the, doesn't know his lefts from his rights. I let's mean, get into the the Alaya situation. That's what we haven't discussed yet. Again, Dylan Wallace, the fourth thorn, joining us on his drive to Penn State here while we're in beautiful media school. But going into so, the, it, make me, so it makes me the fourth thorn, or am I like? Well, you're the fourth thorn right now. Well, without you, without you, the fourth thorns <laughs> podcast only had three, and we when were feeling a when little you're incomplete. Here, when you're here, the first thorn, all right. <laughs> but anyways, getting getting into the Leia situation, um, I think what's most interesting about that is so obviously Leia comes back, she confronts Peter about the whole situation between her and Victoria P. And I think what's interesting is she notes that her and Victoria P are actually a lot closer than Victoria P made it seem like. And when Peter questions Victoria P about it, Victoria P doesn't really deny it. She kind of admits that they did go to Vegas, and she says a lot of "I don't know what to say right now" because I think she was kind of caught in a lie. So, Dylan, I kind of want to want to get your thoughts on that. I know you're talking about it was it was a quick switch to just uh, uh, to trust Victoria P in this, or to not trust Victoria P now, but I feel like it's it's a fair case on Elias uh, on Elias' side here. Yeah, it is. Um, and as soon as as soon as um... Peter confronted Victoria P. again after Elia came back. She, he said, you know, she said you guys known each other much longer than three hours. And then Victoria P. starts talking about a, a trip to Vegas. And then Peter's just like, what? And, I'm, and I, everyone else, like, including me, I'm like, wait, what? Like, you go from last week to saying you know someone for three hours to then saying mm-hmm. you, you took a Vegas trip with a bunch of friends and you were hanging out a bunch. And I don't, I mean, it just it doesn't make sense. And it looked bad on her because, you know, after that, he was just kind of, as you said, had nothing to say and uh, started, like, crying. And just, it just was a bad look for her because it seemed like she totally manipulated kind of the story. Um, and I, I think she was, you know, when Peter confronted her a week ago, she, she felt like she had an opportunity to kind of, you know, look good and, and maybe send someone home, which was maybe what she tried to do and it worked, but kind of backfired on her. Um, and I guess, you know, it does work in Alea's favor, but I will say what Alea did, looking up stuff on Twitter and whatnot to then, you know, bring up the Chase Rice stuff with Victoria F and tell mm-hmm. everybody in the house if she hadn't said anything yet. I mean, I- I'm not Team Victoria P. I'm not Team Malay. Uh, I-, I think they're both not looking good right now. 
honestly, Steph and I were Team Alea week one. Then week two, I was definitely not Team Alea. Now week three, I don't know. You know what? Now she's, if anyone's now being bullied in the house, it's probably her. Because the entire house has gained up on her and, you know, she has not a single friend there. And everybody thinks she's a horrible person because she's quote unquote fake. But what does that really even mean? And Peter is kind of playing with her, I feel like, because now he brought her back and then he talks to the girls and he doesn't want her back. Like, you got to choose. You know what I mean? And I feel like with. um, Why am I blinking on her name? Hannah B, at least she was pretty firm, like, no, I like this person. I'm going to keep Luke P because I like him. It wasn't as much of a back and forth as it is right now. And and I don't know. I think, I mean, I don't think Alea will win, but I don't think she deserves as much heat as she's getting. And she was out in the real world, and they were going to find out about Chase Rice eventually. So, yeah, she was gossiping, but I didn't think it was that big of a deal for Victoria F to be that upset over these girls that she's living with finding out something that they were going to find out anyways. Yeah. I think- yeah. And, and even, uh, even McKenna and Hannah Ann were like friends with Alea last uh, episode. And now when she came back, they're all of a sudden like, mm-hmm. uh, they like don't like her anymore. So like, yeah, I agree. I mean, she doesn't have any friends in the house currently. Um, so it, it's probably tough, but you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm team nobody in, in this situation because I think Peter just messed it all up. I blame him if anything. Yeah, I think I think kind of what Mary Kay was touching up on is uh, with the whole Luke P situation. Like as as bad as that might have looked on Hannah B's part, like that was much like deeper into the show. I felt mm-hmm. like like this is like there's so many women left on the show where Peter can easily just say, okay, Alea, Victoria P, like I'm over that. Like there's no need to be getting involved in this drama this early on with them two when there's so many other people left on the show and you're not that invested yet with anyone. Like just send Alea, Victoria P home. Like I know it's a lot easier said than done, and I think. At times, Peter really lets the looks of the women get in the way. Like I think he's very attracted to Victoria P and Alea, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of understand why. Yes, it's I mean understandable, but like I could see that kind of getting in the way of what he truly believes. And I think if all this stuff that he talks about, all these values that he talks about, what he's looking for in a woman, in a woman, just getting rid of Alea and Victoria P, just get rid of all that drama. And, and if you think about it, when you get rid of them two, and aside from what seems like the situation between Kelsey and Hannah Ann has kind of settled down, like if you got rid of Alea and Victoria P. I think it would be a very like enjoyable show. I mean, I, I enjoy the, I enjoy the show, but I think it would, just a lot of drama would go away if you just sent the two of them home. I just I, don't, I just don't understand his investment this early on in the two of them. Victoria P. I understood more than Alea just because I think he was even he was very thrown like we were all thrown off by Victoria P. being the untrustworthy one in this situation. Mm-hmm. But like it's not that deep into the show where he can't let go of Victoria P. He can't let go of Alea. Well, and what the other women are upset about is that it's taking time away from him Shout being able to get to know them. And I really feel as though he should have more connections with these women at this point in the show than he does. Yeah, I mean, his attitude right now, from what you're seeing with him trying to talk to McKenna or, or Hannah Ann or... Madison, I mean, I don't know why he keeps, like, pushing Madison off to the side and just making her feel like she's all safe and stuff when, like, clearly he's so interested in these other girls. I just think, yeah, I mean, you got people like McKenna, Hannah Ann, Madison, um, Deandra, Cheyenne, like, these women that have stood out and had reason, that have purpose and having a one-on-one date with him. I know he gives some time to Kelsey and, and Victoria F., but I think 
he's just spending so much time in LA and, and Victoria P, and that's kind of what they're all getting fed up in, in the house. And then I'm very, I'm very happy that they approached him at the end of the show and said something. Mm-hmm. Me too. Girl power. I loved that. That was my favorite part of the episode and probably the season up. so far. I would say. Yeah, I mean, they don't normally stand up to the Bachelor. Something that was kind of interesting to see. Um, the basically, it's like they got to a point where. They were just so fed up with everyone just being so strange on this, with Peter being just so strange, not really knowing what he wanted. But I don't, I mean, I don't really know what to make of it all because I think, I mean, they're not going to like leave. I think they're, I mean, no one's going to leave at the end of it because they don't know him well enough to, I mean, I don't know how many people really do feel safe. I mean, Madison's got no screen time the past few weeks because yeah. she's been in such a safe p- position. Hannah Ann got barely anything too this past week because she's mm-hmm. basically not involved in any of this stuff. But I did love, I think one of my favorite scenes from this drama was the was the hotel room scene of Victoria F. and uh, Alaya talking about, um, <laughs> like, like, like spreading the gossip, which felt to me like that, like Spider-Man meme, like they're pointing at each other <laughs> because I'd be them both like Victoria F calling her fake was like this weird, um, that's kind of the way I looked at that at least. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, you then got to this point where like, I mean, I didn't know they actually didn't have phones on the show, which I guess is the way that made it. I didn't know that either. I didn't know. So I didn't know that like no one was aware of that stuff. And then Aliyah, like gets back out in the real world for a few days, mm-hmm. sees that like, whoever was at this concert clearly tweeted about it. I don't know who, I don't know how you, I don't know who at the concert figured that out because you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Well, it was weird. you know what? We're overlooking once again, the producers. She had to come yeah. back in. They had to talk to her. They could have given her the information and said, go run with this. We'll make it happen. Who knows? I don't know. I think I think it's just messed up for Peter. Obviously, there's a lot of benefit on being on this show, and a lot of them do come for fame. I think the ones that do come for fame kind of get sent off a little bit earlier because they're not as invested. But I think a lot of them do come to be famous, to get on the show and stuff like that. And I know there's benefits to being on a show even if you're not there to win. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like Peter's wasting like a lot of their time. Like it. Despite the benefits, like there's a lot of like if they're really like getting rid of their phones, like they're out of touch with society for like however many weeks they're on the show, and living some of in the them mansion have and stuff. Careers, real careers, real. Like, I mean, don't waste, don't waste families. my time. Don't exactly. waste my time. Exactly. Not a fan. Once again. Now I don't know if Dylan is still on the line. I am, but oh, I there you go. I heard some some crinkling. I didn't. We know thought what we it was. cut you off or something. We weren't sure. I think it's time to get into the predictions. I think it is. So now we're for foregoing the rose This might ceremony. be the toughest toughest week of predictions. But we are going to keep with our traditions. Um, Dylan, if you want to go first, then you can be. we can let you go after that if you are approaching your destination. Happy Valley, baby. Yeah. All right. So my winner now is Kelsey. That's my winner. I think even after – it wasn't just this episode. After season two um, – after episode two, I thought – really kind of turned things around. She had pancakes, seemed way behind. And I, and I did, and I heard it. And after she, after episode two, I was like, you know what? Kelsey might be, a, be last long in the show. And uh, after last night's date, I'll pick her as the winner. My favorite is still Madison. She's the best. And then um, for the next bachelor, this is a wild card, but I'm going to say Deandra because, Man, if she keeps what she said in the beginning of the end of the episode where she just went off on him, if she keeps that fiery stuff to her and she like keeps it up throughout the, uh, the season, she'll be a fan favorite if she can last and could be a very good bachelor, a very good character. So. And if she doesn't get drafted. I love that pick. I think you're so right. 
And even in her bio, which I was looking up just in the comments before this, it says she's an independent, intelligent woman. Um, she spent some of her childhood traveling. She spent a lot of time in Africa where her dad's from. Um, and I think she is a good, strong woman, which the Bachelorette seems to be pushing towards um, favoring the featuring those kinds of women. So I think that's a really smart choice, Dylan, and I wouldn't have thought of it myself. So thank you so much Definitely. for calling Smart. in, um, and we will see you next week. Tell Cam to relax. Talk to you guys next week. Cam does need to relax. All right, see you guys. Bye. See you, Dylan. All right, I'll go ahead with my picks while Cohen takes care of the rest of that phone call, technical stuff. Mm -hmm. um, man, oh, man, I have literally no idea. I think I – think, I think I'm gonna pick Hannah Ann to win. I, that's so like out You're of left. Joining the wave. That's so out of left field for me. But I, I think she's just like being overlooked. And like Madison, to the same like extent as being overlooked. And she's kind of I think the favorite for a lot of people. But I said last week that I feel like it's too easy for her right now. Like she's gonna screw something up or something's gonna screw it up for her. So I can't, I can't go back and pick Madison after that. So I'm gonna pick Hannah Ann. I think my my pick to be the Bachelorette. Man. I think my pick to be the Bachelorette next time will be Madison. Uh, I think the stuff with I think it's going to be a similar situation where everyone's going to feel bad for Madison, kind of how we felt bad for Peter after Hannah B and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I think we're going to feel bad for Madison. I think everyone kind of just likes Madison, so she'll mm -hmm. end up coming back for the Bachelorette. My favorite every week. I'm not backing down until she screws it up, McKenna, because she <laughs> please respect McKenna. The people that have been texting me. Disrespecting McKenna, cut it out. I'm gonna delete you from my phone. There's no need for disrespect. <laughs> Just because she's a little emotional, she's 22. She's the youngest on the show. Give her a break, all right? We're all we're all in our early 20s, and everyone is emotional. Mary Kay, you could probably attest to it. Wow, <laughs> that was rude. I wouldn't say that. I, I wouldn't say that I'm. I w okay, I'll say I, I am. I would say that if I was in that um, environment, I would be emotional. Yeah, and also like I'll back her up on that. Being 22 and being on a show where you're. Talking about getting engaged at the end—that's mm -hmm. very scary—and not getting any attention from from Peter. Come on now, Peter, be better. Show some respect to McKenna, man. Go ahead, Cohen. Now, see, now I'm fed up. Now he's fired up. All right, my winner and bachelorette picks have been the same every week on this show, mm -hmm. and it's not changing this week either. I have Hannah Ann winning. Mad Madison is the bachelorette. Uh, my favorite—that's uh, tough. Um, man, I don't know. Um, I mean, join the wave. Join the McKenna wave. Join the, the wave. The thing with McKenna is, I like her most for her off-camera stuff, like for Fair. like. Well, for TikToks. I, actually, that's not even. I mean, TikTok's not off-camera, off-show <laughs> stuff. Um, my favorite person on the show, like in terms of what they do on the show. I mean, Madison's like seems normal. She said, "I I really like that." She was really upset normal. about really, the football game, I which I thought that. was. Oh, I I was kind of like, mm, well, no, well, that's a little cause, dramatic. Cause you didn't even lose. That's you tied. The, that's the athlete in her. She wanted to win it's at all costs. That's grit. That's Elio. That's fighting to <laughs> finish. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Relax on that. We're dropping Elio well, references now. That, wait, so who, who's your who's your pick for your favor? You went so off track. I, I guess I guess I'm gonna she go has grit. Madison. She has grit. She has Leo. She want she wanted to win that game, and she was angry that they didn't because she wanted the time with Peter, oh and I gosh. respect that. Maybe the she secondary should have played the better. Game. She needed more people like Taiwan Mullen on her defense, and then she would have been fine. It's getting out of control. Go ahead, Mary Kate, with your pick. <laughs> we really do need to wrap it up now. So you know what I I'm gonna start with my fan favorite because this is different from last week. I've 
loved Victoria P so much and thought she could do no wrong. But this week, I saw a little bit of a different side of her. So I am going to do a Black Horse favorite pick. And I love this person because she's chill. She's kind of like one of the boys. Like, she seems very relaxed. Um, it's Tammy. Tammy's my girl. She's she's a good little addition to the squad. I like her a lot. She's going to be in Paradise, I'm pretty sure. That just seems too reasonable, right? I'd love to see her in Paradise. And, you know, there's a lot of people that will probably be on Paradise. I mean, yeah. you know, Alea will definitely be in oh, Paradise. Yeah. And oh, Victoria, Paradise has Alea written all over it. Yeah, it does. One of, if not both of the Victorias will be there. Mm-hmm. I can see Victoria F on Paradise. But Tammy, I think I don't think that she'll get super, super far, but I really like seeing her on the show right now. So you're picking so. her as your, as your favorite? Yeah, she's my favorite. Um, I'm still going to say that Hannah Ann's going to win, and I'm still going to say that Madison is the next Bachelorette. But I'm not confident in either of those picks anymore. So all three of us like said I Hannah Ann wins and Madison comes back as mm-hmm. Bachelorette. We just have different Kelsey, favorites. I've Dylan's convinced for all Kelsey of you. Was really, yeah, was Del- a wild Dylan's hard p- picks all around were dark horse picks, but I respect it. Me too. I've, I have convinced all of you. I'm very happy. I must. I must admit, though, like our, I guess, except, except for Cohen, our picks like changing so much each week. Like I don't think I've been consistent at all, except for having McKenna as my favorite. Mm-hmm. I think that goes to show that these producers do a hell of a good job. They do. They props, really do. Props to the producers for tricking me. I should be a lot more media literate than this. It's okay. You're not from here. <laughs> well, not okay. <laughs> that's that's for a different show. All right. Well, if you're listening, thank you for sticking with us today. We had our special guest, Gracie Barra. Big thanks to her again. And Dylan over the phone. Good luck to him as he continues to cover college basketball. For Stefan and Matt, I'm Mary Kate Hamilton, and we'll see you next week.